Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What do you do when your partner all of a sudden tests positive for an STD? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, how to ask forgiveness for my husband. My husband and I are married for five years. We had our daughter two years ago, and just like most people, it took a toll on our relationship. I suffered with postpartum depression, and husband wasn't able to help me as much as he was always confused and frustrated with my behavior. When my daughter was 10 months old, on my birthday, my husband wrote a beautiful poem for me. No one wished me or made me feel special that day. I was sleep-deprived, tired due to breastfeeding, and don't know what but told him that I wanted something else and basically didn't appreciate his effort for the poem. He was completely heartbroken and started crying. I apologized immediately and it looked like we were good, but actually we weren't. There was a dent. Fast forward to 10 days before my next birthday, he brought that incident up and said that I do not respect his feelings and how I ruined his gift and how he has vowed to never invest or gift me anything ever. I was shocked and sad. I apologized profusely and accepted my bad behavior. On my birthday, he went to office. He works from home 98% of the time. I felt really bad. I wanted him to be by my side on that day, but he made me feel like he didn't care. I realized that this incident has really made a deep dent in my relationship, and I don't know how to mend this, so here I am. Asking you all, is it really possible to forgive and let go? How is it done? His love language is physical and post my daughter. I'm too busy with her that I'm unable to satisfy him. This also contributes to his frustration. I mean, this just reads like you guys aren't on the same page at all. I mean, do you guys have personal heart-to-heart conversations? I feel like there's really some fundamental issues that either need to be worked out together with just some brutal honesty and hopefully, you know, you come together with tears and hugs or something like couples therapy. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is my fiance, 38-year-old male, prayed to have his mother back in exchange of me, 30-year-old female. My fiancé and I have been together for five years and engaged for one year. We're supposed to get married June of next year. However, his mom, 77, fell ill and slipped into a coma two weeks ago. All of a sudden yesterday, he's told me he's not sure if he wants to get married anymore. I was dumbfounded and asked him his reasons, mainly financial. I didn't believe this since I've been with him through his ups and downs. He knows I don't need anything else but him. Today, I confided to his brother and asked what may have been the reason. He said his brother prayed that if their mom recovers her health, he will never marry ever. His brother asked him what about me. He responded by saying his mom's health is important to him. We're both highly religious people and I strongly believe in the power of prayer. I know his mom will recover and I still pray she wakes up soon. She's been an amazing woman and I love her too, but God, does it hurt. I don't know what to do. All I know is I'll lose the man I've truly loved for many years. I just want to post this because I don't have anyone else to talk to. I refuse to tell my friends and family because I believe his intentions are pure. 
I don't want them to hate him. I don't really get his logic. Why is he saying if she pulls through that he'll never marry? So that he'll focus solely on his mom? It's just so bizarre for them to lay your relationship on the line like that. What greater being are they selling their ability to marry anybody to in exchange for their mom pulling through? I just think experiencing that, you can be justifiably upset. Our next story is, my boyfriend, 29-year-old male, won't let me, 29-year-old female, bring our son to my brother's wedding. My brother's wedding is in a few days. My boyfriend isn't invited since he's been rude and disrespectful to my family and my soon-to-be sister-in-law's family. I was planning on bringing our toddler and going for four to five days. When I initially told my boyfriend about the wedding, he freaked out and said, what am I supposed to do alone for five days? And told me that I'm not taking our son. Our son is still little and nursing, so we really can't be separated. I haven't brought it up again since I don't have much faith that he would change his mind. I really don't want to miss my brother's wedding because my boyfriend is being petty. I mean, my question is, why put up with this controlling behavior? They should be able to understand that you want to go and support your brother's wedding and that you can't just be away from your son. I think there's greater questions to be answered than how to get him to let you go, especially about like them being controlling and whatever behavior caused them to not even be invited in the first place. This next story is I, male 24, feel awful for leaving my girlfriend, female 24, at the airport. First off, I love my girlfriend. We've been together for a year and five months. She has mental health issues, diagnosed, one of which is anxiety. She hasn't flown in over 10 plus years and was extremely worried and anxious about flying. Both her family and I have done all we can to reassure her. To clarify, my girlfriend has been extremely stressed as of late. Her work has been very busy, she's having body confidence issues, her granny was recently ill, and to top it off, she decided to get a new puppy which requires a lot of time and effort. While the topic of my girlfriend having a panic attack and deciding not to go was discussed, I offered to push the dates back or cancel until she was ready. She said all was okay and she was going to try, which I was and still am extremely proud of her for doing, and I expressed that at the time and have continued to do so. I am not angry, upset, or disappointed in my girlfriend for not coming, as I knew this may happen. I did make clear to my girlfriend that if she decided to back out at any moment, I was going to continue on without her as it was too late to get any money back. I have spent hundreds of pounds on this holiday, booked everything in advance, and planned travel to make things as stress-free as possible. Everything in the actual airport is going brilliantly. I'd researched how to help with anxiety and her other mental health issues in the airport and did my utmost best and it seemed as though everything was going perfectly. The flights get delayed, which doesn't help. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The time comes to board the flight, she begins to panic. I do my best to reassure her and keep her grounded, to which she replies, I'm not even listening to you right now. She gets too caught up in her thoughts and begins to break down and have a panic attack. We're one of the last few to approach boarding. We ask to sit for a bit to see if she can calm down, but she can't. She's on her phone to her dad through all of this and asks for him to come get her. I sit with her for as long as possible and comfort her, which results in me delaying the already delayed flight. I ask the airport staff to get a security guard and a medic to help take her to the exit and ensure she is safe until her dad arrives. My girlfriend tells me to get on the plane. I feel awful as I don't want to leave her this way, but I decide to get on the plane. I've now been blocked and she's told her sister she feels as though I've abandoned her. I feel awful and of course, I want her to be here. There's nothing more I want than that. And I'm upset for her that she isn't here and that her mental health issues have gotten in the way of her being here. I have her suitcase as it was too late to get this off the plane. And before I put airplane mode on my phone, I sent her a quick message explaining how she shouldn't feel upset or embarrassed and that I wasn't angry or upset either. I told her I was proud of her for coming as far as she did and that I loved her. I feel as though the situation was a lose-lose. I feel awful, but I feel as though ample opportunity was given to cancel, change dates, and I did the best I could. I feel as though there isn't right or wrong here. I'm on here to mostly vent and gain opinions, I guess. I feel in the right and the wrong. Personally, I agree a lot with what OP's saying here. I think OP is in the right. They did seemingly everything within reason, short of straight up going to the doctor to try to get some kind of medication to make you be able to stay through the flight. I mean, you gave them ample opportunity to cancel or reschedule. It's sad that it went down the way it did, but I think the bottom line is OP themselves can't just fix the problem and OP tried to do as best as they could. Our next story is, my 34-year-old female, husband, 32-year-old male, insists on calling me overweight. My husband's been having a pretty heated argument lately. He called me overweight the other day. I'm 5'4 and 155 pounds. I carry a lot of weight in my torso. I know I am medically overweight. I have serious issues with body image. He insists it's okay that he called me overweight because it's reality. And I've asked him not to say it like that because it feels extremely disrespectful and makes me feel like crap. I'm fine with constructive advice like, let's go to the gym or let's go for a walk, but your overweight just hurts. 
I've explained this and he still won't acknowledge that it's disrespectful and doesn't seem to care that it hurts me. I don't know how to get through to him that this hurts me or explain that it's a boundary I'm not okay with him crossing. We are already legally married but our ceremony's in three days and I can't get over the thought of myself walking down the aisle and him seeing me as overweight. How can I put this in perspective? I mean, I just feel bad for OP because nobody deserves to have a partner that is just insistent on trying to make them feel bad. I don't know if they're just trying to shame you into making you feel bad enough to try to lose more weight, but I don't think a good partner would be treating you the way he does. It seems to me that he's intentionally being hurtful. He knows you said that it hurts. Why else keep saying it? Our next story is my 27-year-old female boyfriends 29 year old male relentless teasing is starting to feel more like bullying i've been dating my boyfriend tyler for five years we've lived together for three years i've been struggling lately with the way tyler's been treating me and it's making me question the future of our relationship since i've known him tyler has always been a super sarcastic person his co-workers and friends call him a jerk constantly and jokingly i think ask me how i can put up with him Now, I do a lot of things that warrant being poked fun at. I can be goofy and a little blonde, and I'm certainly not against laughing at myself. But Tyler has a tendency of picking on me, and it's only gotten worse the longer we've been together. For the past year, I can't say anything, and I mean anything, without him either mocking me or making some sort of joke about me. It's gotten to the point where I second-guess everything I'm about to say to him or around him because I'm afraid it's going to sound stupid and he'll mock me. He even mocks my facial expressions and hand gestures. It's constant. Even when I'm trying to have a serious conversation with him, I feel like he's not being entirely respectful. It's gotten to the point where I'm happy when he works late or I'll stay at work late to avoid going home. I look forward to when he's away and I dread having conversations with him. Both of my parents have noticed his worsening behavior. Tyler and I see them about once a month. My mom recently told me that my dad had brought it up to her. He said it seemed like Tyler was bullying me last time we visited. My dad has a good sense of humor and will tease me sometimes, or put me in a headlock or randomly text me a joke. He's a goofy guy and we have a great relationship where we can be like that with each other. So for him to be concerned about Tyler's behavior says a lot. Anytime I bring up the teasing, mocking, bullying to Tyler, He gets super defensive and jumps straight to, I'll never do it again, I have to be Mr. Serious now, no more joking, and he gets irrationally upset. I've told him countless times that I do have a sense of humor and I'm okay with him joking around with me or poking fun at me sometimes, but there is a line, especially with a romantic partner. The fact that every other person in my life is nicer to me than Tyler is so hurtful and honestly strange. He'll usually sulk for a few hours and then follow me around like a puppy dog and say he's sorry, and then the next day, he's right back at it. Maybe he's had this dynamic with past partners and I'm just being too sensitive. But anytime I've dished it back to him, he gets extremely upset and says I take it too far. So I've gotten to the point where I just take the abuse and say nothing. Sometimes I'll laugh when I really feel like crying. I'm mad at myself for not demanding more respect from him. I've started to question whether he even likes me as a person or if he likes the idea of our relationship more. 
I suppose I'm the full package on paper. I do almost all of the cooking, cleaning, household planning. I run errands for him. I pack his lunch daily. I help his family. I'm good with money. I have a great job. I keep myself in shape. I'm a good lover. I plan fun things for us to do. I'm supportive of him in everything he's done and wants to do. I've moved for him. I've changed jobs for him twice. I could go on. I think we both know that if I were any different, our relationship wouldn't have worked out. So this resentment on top of the constant teasing is making me feel like crap. It makes me feel like he's only with me for convenience and doesn't really like me as a person. I've tried talking to him about it calmly. I've tried getting mad. I've tried treating him the same way. It's even gotten so bad before that he's made me cry. But nothing seems to change his behavior and I just end up feeling like the crazy one for being too sensitive. I understand that it's probably habit for him at this point, but it's making me worry that there's maybe more going on. How can I handle this going forward? Do I need to continue having conversations with him about it? Should I get mad? Should I convince him to go to therapy? I obviously love him and want things to work out. I haven't stuck around for five years for no reason, but with his behavior getting worse, I don't know how much more I can take. I would definitely think if you can convince them to go to therapy, it would be a good thing to have therapy together. Obviously the problem here isn't necessarily communication because OP says they've spoken up time and time again and they cannot process that. So I do think having professional help where maybe they can break down the mindset or the line of thinking he has that leads to this behavior could really help. This next story is, my 35-year-old male husband has been messaging sex workers, and I, a 34-year-old female, snooped through his phone. We've been married for four years. I'm going to be transparent about looking through my husband's phone. He's been accusing me of cheating for months and looked through my phone. He found nothing. I was childish in my thinking of an eye for an eye. I never in my life felt threatened or that I needed to do so. I know that it was wrong of me, but I'm glad that I did. I would have never have known about this otherwise. I confronted my husband about messaging the sex workers on Kick and Reddit. They were exchanging pics and dirty texts. He also asked about pricing and told them he would message when he had time to meet up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. He denies anything physical happened with them. He claims he was just speaking to them to help him get off. Do I believe him? Do I end my marriage over this? Any advice and guidance is appreciated. I mean, I would be hesitant to immediately believe him, especially when he was asking about having time to meet up. Now, I don't know about how often you can just message one of these people and actually meet up with them, but it doesn't sound necessarily innocent and doesn't sound like something that he was just using for fun. It sounded to me like he wanted to meet up. As far as whether or not this is going to ruin your marriage or end your marriage, I think that's really a personal question that you've got to kind of figure out for yourself. Gauge whether or not you think this is something that can be worked on and worked past. Or will this forever be something that genuinely bothers you and you don't think you could get over it, which is very valid. 
Our next story is, my 39-year-old female, partner, male 45, thinks that life won't change when I move in with him. I'm planning on moving in with my partner in December. As it is, I'll then have a three-hour commute to work, an hour and a half each way, and 12-hour days, up at 6 a.m., home at 6 p.m. I'm considering finding a new job or perhaps requesting a more hybrid situation. My partner, however, works from home and has been getting upset at the idea of having to perhaps prep dinner or do little things around the house while I'm at work. I will obviously do these things too, evenings and weekends, but it would be good if he could help out. When I worked from home, I would do various things around the house during breaks or lunch. Even though you're still working, there's more of a balance without the commute. At the moment, he rarely cooks. His parents live beside him so his mother cooks lunch and dinner for him. He doesn't seem to understand that when we're living together, there might be new responsibilities for him and less time spent at his parents' house. Maybe I'm expecting too much, but I had to vent. Honestly, I don't know why OP's giving up so much. I think that commute, while you think you might be able to tackle it for a while, and you might, it is going to become insane. Waking up 6am Monday morning knowing you've got what, 3-4 more days at least? of getting up at the same time, driving an hour and a half in mostly darkness I assume. That alone is taxing enough, but the fact that he's kind of still living that child life at 45, it's concerning. This next story is, I, 39 year old male, stopped chasing my partner, 40 year old female. It's been 13 days no communicating. For some context, we've been together for almost two years. We've had great moments and very good connection. And as a result, we're planning on moving in together soon. Like every couple, we've had our disagreements, especially when trying to express my needs and feelings. I'm very communicative and focus on understanding the cause of the problem. She has some problems expressing her feelings or talking about her past. And usually she switches into a very defensive attitude during disagreements, even for little things. Trying to talk about needs, frustration, or just minor things can result in her getting mad, taking distance, and no communicating. Sometimes she'll need space for a day or two. I've expressed that while I respect her needing space, for me it's painful to be kept in the dark without knowing what's going on. It'll be me who usually takes care of resolving the situation and restoring the communication. Last time she went mad, I decided to do the experiment and wait and see what would happen if I do nothing. 13 days later, I'm heartbroken and without a clue of what ignited her. Feels like she just doesn't give a freak about me. Any thoughts, experiences, or advice? At 40 years old, just going silent for 13 days? That's not okay. If I were in OP shoes at 39 years old, I just hope that I would be wise enough to understand it's not worth it if they're willing to cut you off for half a month. What's the point in trying to salvage something like that? Our next story is, my husband, male 24, has a pregnancy and feederism fetish, and it's ruining our marriage. How do we fix this? My husband, male 24, and I, female 26, have been together for nearly 5 years and married for 8 months. I'm seeking advice from Reddit, as his fetishes are putting a strain on our marriage massively. We've been open about communicating them for a long time, and I feel my needs are being dismissed. I've tried to compromise about the situation and even tried to entertain his. However, I found out that he's used apps like Phoebe in the past to speak to girls who seek to be feedies. 
When this happened, we broke up because talking to girls on different websites is a form of cheating to me. He also has his solo fun to pregnancy and belly growth entertainment. I've tried to roleplay, but unfortunately it makes me extremely uncomfortable to the point where I feel incredibly insecure and hate myself for not meeting his needs. When I found he was speaking to other girls, I tried to talk to him about it and he knew he was in the wrong and was persistent about getting me back. We spoke about everything, and I told him I would try to understand his fetishes, but they became too much for me again. We're undergoing IVF and have been waiting treatment for two years. I keep asking him if he would be different when I'm pregnant, and he's unsure, which makes me worried and unsettled. I am of an athletic build and moderately active, so naturally I'm very insecure about this topic, which heightens my anxiety. In the past, I've struggled with an eating disorder, and during lockdown I became healthier with the help of a personal trainer and being consistent with my meals. I've tried to reconnect with him about his feelings surrounding his interests and how we could overcome this together. I've tried to make it work, but lately he's been hiding things from me again. I woke up next to him going at it to an AI-generated overweight pregnant woman. He immediately locked his phone, jumped out of bed, and locked himself in the bathroom. I didn't know how to react as I'd just woken up, and it tore me to pieces that he was hiding away from me, especially when we were going through a stressful time with IVF. He immediately shut off from me. So whilst he was asleep, I went on his phone for fear that he was speaking on that website again. He wasn't, and this gave me some relief, but I found a bunch of belly, pregnancy, and feeder pictures in his history. As we're nearing our ICSI, IVF date, I grow nervous, and I feel very vulnerable about being pregnant around him and raising a baby with this animosity in our relationship. We've spoken about couples sex therapy and trying to communicate more. I also want to add that we do hook up quite frequently, and I have a high drive and I'm open to it all the time. But lately my libido has gone out the window in fear that my body isn't good enough for my husband. Again, I'm worried about being pregnant as I don't particularly appreciate how he may be more interested with me. I'm torn between growing our unborn child and how unsettling his interests might become. The issue is a few things. I certainly don't like to be objectified, and I feel like he will be so focused, even obsessed, with my belly. Where's the intimacy? Feeling objectified is a significant turnoff for me. I'm consistently worried about him touching my stomach as is, so how will I feel when he does it when I'm pregnant? Will it be in a loving way, embracing that we're creating a life together, or will it be in a fetish way? I want our marriage to work because I love him, but it's torn us down the middle. FYI, in other aspects of our relationship, we are shav financially, with household chores, cooking and cleaning, and our communication is okay. It's just a constant shift in motions with this issue of ours. Update, I've taken into account what everyone has said. Today, after waiting for a long time to conceive, I have cancelled IVF. He promised to stop a very long time ago, maybe a year, and I heard nothing of the sort for a while until now. This is when he hid from me and completely betrayed my trust. We had a long conversation last night, and today, we've tried to raise our opinions. I've even questioned his problem with infertility being related to fueling his fetishes, or even someone he's previously dated to be. He is completely defenseless and understands that he needs help. 
He's told me he'll seek counseling and continue to try to improve. He hasn't slept all night and left for work. I came downstairs to a clean house in a letter, insisting he'll change and wants to do better. I've sent him the link to Reddit, and he's read all the comments to hit some realization. I have left him and will be staying at a relative's apartment, as he wants to try and work it out and refuses to leave our home to try and find an outcome, which involves us staying together. I've been very stern about us not getting back together. I guess this is it for now. He wants to change and be a better man and even suggested that we don't go through with IVF as he is serious about changing. However, I'd already cancelled it at this point. Divorce will be easy and, hopefully, as there is no financial connection, everything is split, we both have our educations and stable high-income jobs, as I will never depend on someone financially. I said that if he does change, then I hope he understands what he lost and understands how to lead a better life. Thank you all for all of your comments. I mean, from top to bottom, it just sounds like OP is completely incompatible with this guy. He has his own interests. He is very insistent on going down that road. I feel like it's kind of a part of his identity, and for him to go to therapy and try to change it feels almost akin to trying to brainwash himself. Like, clearly, this guy has his own interests, and it's just not compatible in your relationship with you. Our next story is... My 24-year-old male, boyfriend 22-year-old male, just tested positive for an STD. I don't know whether to believe him or not. My boyfriend Jake and I have been together and monogamous for the last two and a half years. When we first met, I knew I wanted to take it slow as I'd been in a couple hectic and unhealthy situationships in the past. Jake said he was alright with this, but we both decided that we weren't seeing anyone else and weren't going to. Although I love Jake, we definitely have our moments. Jake struggles with traumatic experiences from his past relationship and grew up in a conservative household. That being said, we made it our goal to communicate as best as we could about each other's feelings and triggers and learn how to best support each other through our times of need. This started out very well and I felt very loved and cared for at first. However, as time passed, I found myself feeling more and more stressed about how to comfort Jake and it often felt like my needs were getting pushed to the side, ignored, or even sometimes belittled. Asking for clarification on how Jake felt started becoming a source of resentment towards me and began making him feel like I was emotionally neglectful. Although I understood how he was feeling, I've never in my life had heard that from my friends, family, or even when volunteering as an advocate for mental health hotlines. So, I tried my best to change how I was responding, to best support him, to no avail. After a particularly heated argument two months ago where I left to cool off and he berated me with hurtful texts for over an hour, we discussed how this happened and what needed to change in order to make this relationship work. Although it's been slowly getting better, he recently came down with a bad case of what we thought was tonsillitis, as he has had this in the past. After medications failed to work, one doctor suggested it may be an STD, which was very triggering for Jake due to past experiences with doctors assuming he had STDs when he didn't. I encouraged Jake just to get the STD screening since we both knew it would be negative and he could cross that off the list of concerns. He reluctantly agreed and leading up to his result was visibly shaken and scared he could have a dormant STD even though he had gotten tested since his last relationship back in 2020. When the results came back yesterday, he tested positive for gonorrhea. 
At first I thought no big deal because it could probably have been dormant and or not tested for at his last STD screening. However, I'm now realizing this is almost impossible as gonorrhea only has an incubation period for 14 to 60 days max, according to internet sources I found. Jake swears he hasn't cheated and would never do such a thing since his ex did the same thing to him. He sounds sincere and I want to believe him but nothing feels like it's adding up to me. I have a scheduled appointment with my doctor to do a checkup tomorrow, but I wanted to hear what others have to think. I feel very defeated and exhausted at this point in my relationship and I don't know what to do. Should I believe he didn't cheat on me? Any thoughts or advice would be deeply appreciated. The science does not lie. If this STD has an incubation period of 14 to 60 days, this isn't some dormant case of gonorrhea that popped up two and a half years later. I think the real issue here is if you're finding yourself wanting to believe him, either because he's that good of a liar and who knows what else they might have lied about, or for the simple fact that you're almost willing to just lie to yourself just to try and believe and act like there isn't an issue here. I think the next step is OP getting tested themselves. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.